Hello and welcome to another episode of Dinks with Kinks. Um, before we get started tonight, I just want to go ahead and say, uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at Dinks with Kinks. Uh, that's our social media platform. That's how we communicate. Um, I'm your host, uh, John Dondero, and with me, as always, the very illustrious Mr. Shep. Good evening. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and the very uh, sensually voiced Miss Rebecca. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you thought I was going the other way with it, but then I brought it back. You were like, oh, you go both ways. Yes, nice. Take I it mean, back. How, how, can I, how can I not with uh, you two lovely folks? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, tonight is a very special episode. And, and the reason being is tonight we are covering uh, domination and submission, or dom and sub. And as usually, I'm you know the talky guy with all the facts and the and the know-how. But not tonight. Tonight, because this is a kink that really follow you know follows in category with all of us. I want to ask you guys some questions. I want to know. Straight from the source, because uh, Mr. Shep, you are a uh, dom, am I correct? Yes. And Miss Rebecca, you are in fact a sub. I am. So rather than uh, read boring Wikipedia articles and <laughs> research that I painstakingly go through, why not use the best source available? You. Uh, no, you guys. <laughs> okay, listen, I am a dom. There's no secret about that, but... I am not. You say that I think every podcast <laughs> needs to be established. Oh, okay. Um, he's got no. a, he's got a he's got a mark a spot, make a little P spot there. Mm, I, not not into that. Everywhere. I was with uh, somebody who's into that. I, I we'll talk. That's a different episode. Yeah, that's a different one. Um, it's on the wheel. Just gonna say it no. Is. I I want to know what it's like to be a dom or a sub. So I'm. I think the first thing I'm going to do is, Shep, what is a dom? You asked me that question right as I'm chewing something. Good That's what I do. <laughs> I wait until you have food in your mouth and say, let's ask Shep. Now you know well, how I felt last week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> a little bit of ice cream, but then it was something chunky, so it took me longer than I thought. <laughs> I always get it when it's chunky. So, pecan. Butter pecan, I think it is, yes. Oh, so good. That is good. This is my first time trying it. What? Let, okay, that's that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is a whole different podcast. We're, 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 we're tying it all in. Yeah. <laughs> it's first time put a pecan. No, Shep, I want to know what what it what does it mean to be a Dom? Oh. See, that's that's a question I would love to parse out to one of the the other Doms that are so much Better wordsmiths than I. Well, they're not on a podcast. You are. Ah, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, to define a dom is to define oneself. Um, the dom is a one that, um, in the relationship, is the um, the dominating force of the the pairing or the group. The one that uh, instills all the the trust 
from the subs to either use, abuse, or uh, <laughs> take care of them, depending on the dynamic. And it is one that, uh, because I didn't ask the question earlier of if we were going to go into just baseline dom sub or, you know, dom sub and then all these little subcategories of them. I, I think but, we'll um, probably get, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, the dom is, you know, the, the father figure in some cases, uh, you know, there's just the, um, the, <laughs> giver of all the, the pain or humiliation, yet in the most caring and careful ways. It's <laughs> a good answer. I like it. Uh, and yeah, we will absolutely get into the different subcategories of Dom and Sub. <laughs> subcategories. Yeah, the subcategories. <laughs> Connection. Subcategories. Sub subcategories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to get like, just, yeah, exactly what you said. Just like an overhaul of the generalized. Overhaul? Yeah. An over. Okay, I'm not wording today. So, uh, yeah, but just like a good synopsis. Uh, now, Miss Rebecca, <laughs> listen, if, there's a reason I'm not talking in this episode, okay? Um, <laughs> now we know the truth. Yes, y'all are bullying me. Uh, you are, in fact, <laughs> Even the sub was bullying. That says I something. Am. I actually didn't discover that I, I am a brat. I think I, I, lead, I, lead. I am. Speaking of one of the subclasses. <laughs> I, 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 I am very much a brat. Um I actually didn't discover until a lot later in life that I was more of a sub than a dom because of my personality and who I am. I I was with a lot of passive partners, so I ended up having to take the more dom role. And I didn't, it wasn't until later and in, in I discovered I was much more of a sub, sub and I got way into it and about... So by dominant, ago. you were like, "Give me that mangina now, boy." Yeah, it was very much. I played <laughs> the dom, you know, dominatrix role or the dom role, and it it wasn't as enjoyable for me. I could do it, and I, but I, I don't. That's not who I am. I, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> what? No. What would you say is a sub? Um. Uh, for me, uh, no. I, I mean, say like, if, sub... you, if you could generalize it, not not just for you, because I do want to know what it means to you guys personally. But I just kind of want to know, like, if you could sum it up in a generalized statement, and you don't have to. You can be like, there is no generalized answer. Um, <sighs> that I don't know. That's a hard one for me. It is. It's a very hard for a question. general, a general one. Cause it's very, a personal, it's a personal thing. It's very, it's different to everyone. It's like asking what sex is to mm. someone. But see, I like that answer. I like that. There is no, that in itself is an answer. Cause what a sub means to what being a sub or a sub means to me is different than somebody, their idea of being a sub. That's a good see, see. like, and so it's like, it, like I said, it's like asking, "Hey, what is sex?" Well, you have the 
the textbook term, but then mm-hmm. you have what it is to them and it's different. It's when oh. a daddy and a mommy love each other and they, <laughs> and they fuck and they fuck a fairly large or bird. Or a mommy and a mommy or a daddy and a daddy. <laughs> no, a mommy and a daddy fuck a fairly large bird and it oh, gives them that? a baby. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned. Um, no, <laughs> but that's a good answer. Like it is one of those things. It's a very broad category that means something different to everyone. Um, of course, when you, when you're talking about a dom sub relationship, this is like very much talking about one dominating the other person submitting. And you would think they're very polarizing, but they're not. They're very, um, you can't have one without the other. And without that communication, it's just garbage. So um, now, um, Miss Rebecca answered this question earlier, but uh, Chep, when did you realize you were a dom? Realization. Wow. That's yeah. toughy. Did you just wake up one morning and go, fuck yeah, I'm a dom. That's what I'm doing today. So many moons go. Let's see. <laughs> As I recall, um, I was fairly straight-laced for uh, most of the time until um, one particular partner was already kind of into the dub and saw uh, aspects. And so she just went uh, full sub for me, and then I just slowly started to evolve into that position. At that time. Way long ago, though. <laughs> Way long ago. So, like, yeah. it was something you discovered pretty early on. Yes. Okay. I didn't really discover I was a dom until I was presented with that moment because most of my research in, and this is where we're going to get in our next category, the personality traits of both uh, sub and dom, typically. When you read a lot of research... Um, and I actually went and properly researched, uh, dominant people are usually quieter subs in their personal life. They're like, you know, calm, collected, quiet subs are typically take charge, outlandish, loud in their day-to-day lives. Uh, and as we can all tell, I am very outlandish, loud, and I talk way too much, but I much prefer being a dom. So, do you think uh, that personality trait is true? Like that a lot of people, and this is for you, Miss Rebecca, because I'm going to ask Shep next. So, Shep, you know that question's <laughs> coming. Start preparing that answer. <laughs> do you think that's a true personality trait? Like that subs are typically. Um, in their personal lives, a little more outlandish. And I'm not saying that is for everybody. It's just when you typically look up the psycholo- you know, psychological aspects of it in a general basis. That was a lot yes. of fancy words. Yes, I do. Yes. I think every every good dom there, and there are good and bad, like I feel like every good dom that I have encountered, it's been that way. And, and like they are the quiet ones are a lot yeah 
<laughs> I'm trying not to take that offensively. <laughs> I mean, no, no. Um, I mean, I don't know you that way yet, John. Very true. Yes. Lord um, knows. Aside from this podcast, I don't do much talking at all. <laughs> I, I I will say this: of the time I have known Shep, as proficient as the Dom as he is, and I've heard nothing but rave, rave uh, remarks from anyone who's ever had the pleasure of being dominated by him. That he's fantastic. Shep has always been a very quiet, collected person. No matter what's happening, Shep's usually either in the quiet area or chilling. He's just, I'm here. Unless he's in the zone. Because when he's in the zone, <laughs> that dude is the center of attention. No, it's usually the bodies that are in front of me that they are always center of attention. Yeah, for you, maybe, but for the rest of the rest Especially of the world birthdays, around you, remember? Oh yeah, your birthdays and were always epic moments, and you and were just like, "I'm here." I don't like yeah. attention. Yeah, I didn't like that part of it, but you know, every year we add another body to the wall, and I had to vlog what twelve to I think it was like sixteen. Booties the, all at once. Along there the was wall. always a waiting list to get to your room. I'll say that. <laughs> the only booty that didn't get spanked on my birthday. Me. Yet. Just Aww. give me time. <laughs> I'll get you one year. No. <laughs> so, there are different subcategories in uh, domination and submission. Uh, now, first thing I want to do is I won't you guys tell us what kind of dom and sub you are and then describe what that is. And we'll start with uh, Rebecca. Shep, prepare for your answer. I, I've already no. said I am I'm very much a brat. Uh, I don't completely submit. Like I am one of those ones that I earn my punishments and I act up and um, it's a power play, you know? So it's, it's very much a power play. Like, I will submit to you. I have no problem submitting, but you're gonna earn it. <laughs> I'm gonna make you earn it. I'm gonna make you worthy of that. So, um, yeah, mm -hmm. it's just, I'm, I'm very, I, I used to think, no, nah, I'm not a brat. No, I'm totally like, I finally just have accepted. I'm very bratty. <laughs> I I find that so hard to no, no I'm right on right on the hammer. <laughs> what what about you, Mr. Shep? I I don't think she'd be a brat to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Never with you, Shep. <clears throat> see, see? I know. <clears throat> Shep, you have the magic ways. Mm-hmm. Or the magic wands. <laughs> I'll be ordering a new one soon, yeah. Yay. Anyway. <laughs> I even found that they have conductive rope. Ooh, conductive rope? Yes. All right, Shep. Well, you need to order some. We need to have a play day. 
<laughs> I want you to tie me up with that and then like me try to escape while you're electrifying me because I feel like that. It wouldn't be oh sexy my. at all, but it would be funny as hell. Anyway, uh, what, what what kind of Dahmer? As we were saying, um, yeah, I don't think there are as near as many subcategories or classifications as Doms as there are um, subs. I mean, in my eyes, in a way, I could break it down to two types: the um, the really overpowering and um, dominating Dom. And that's the, the the ones that would help you fulfill like the more hardcore or even humiliation or all those kind of um, scenarios type mentality. And then the um, the the daddy dom type, not to be confused with the daddy and daughter, or daddy and little one type fetishes and stuff. But uh, I just heard it classified as daddy dom to where it's more of the of the guiding and uh, the nurturing, taking care of, like um, protective type. Still dominating, but in the more nurturing, guiding ways. And I feel that uh, I've kind of fell into that particular category myself these these days. Okay. But you're right, no, uh, a very nurturing dom it would be like a daddy dom, so. Yes. Um, I like that. That's a, that's a very detailed answer, which is always the best answers on this podcast. And, yeah, there are so many, like, there's only a couple classes, and I'm talking, like, as far as basic research goes, there's only a couple classes of dom, but there are countless amounts of subcategories for subs. Uh, you have the bratty, uh, you have the complete uh, full submission type. They're, they're, they don't even speak out. Uh, full maybe submission. the pets. App, yeah, you have pets. Yeah. Oh, you have the a lot of male subs like to be called sissies, mm-hmm. uh, which is a cross you know thing from cross dressing. Uh, you have uh, the degraders, the people who want to be degraded. They want to be tackled. You have the brats, of course, who like to fight the, the power power play. Uh, I think they would be the most people who are into uh, the wrestling fetish that we talked about uh, mm-hmm. because it is a power struggle. And then you have the subs that are not so much brats, but... Um, the littles. You have littles uh, yes. that are very much like childlike being taken care of. Uh, I actually know a handful of littles and they mm-hmm. do, they're very much into that whole culture of they want a daddy dom, but a different type of daddy dom. They want a parent. They want to be yes. nurtured and taken care of like a child. Uh, my favorite, uh, you know, sub would probably be the one that the brat uh, extreme, the one that will not give up power and has to be forcibly removed of power. <laughs> uh, like I said, I like I like the battle. It shall be it shall be an epic battle where we meet on the field. Uh, those are always fun. 
Or she will meet your meat on the field? Yeah. You will meet my meat on the field. And like I said, we could could talk all day long about subs. um, And just the subcategories of what goes in. Ma'am, I'm going to... Every time I say subcategory now, I'm just going to think of this episode. (laughs) Uh, Why? I don't know. It's just something about this episode. Uh, it's very subliminal. It's so subliminal on you. I yeah. beat you to it. I beat you to it. <laughs> oh, gracious. Oh, uh, yes. It's my one victory today. Um, was it, though? Was it really? <laughs> was. Now, let him have it. <laughs> let me have this. As far as um, how being a sub or dumb affects the rest of your kink list like does it do you think it is on your kink list or do you think you built your kink list because of it like oh uh, like saying like i like uh butts and you cannot lie i like big butts and i cannot lie (laughs) Mm -hmm. do i build my kink list around the fact that i enjoy butts or do I enjoy everything and butts just happen to be on to my kink list? What what would you guys say? Like, and I'm sure it's a different answer for everybody. Like I said, this is probably one of the most um, generalized podcasts we ever do. Yeah. But I feel like this is one of those ones where we actually be able to get an inner look at ourselves as those roles. I don't think that it has affected like what I've put on my kink list. I think it affects my role in what is on my kink list. Say, for example, um, we were discussing um, anal. You know, I would never want to do the reverse. Like, I never want. And, like, uh, when we talked about vor, I would never want to be. I would never want to consume someone. But I wouldn't mind pretending to be consumed. Like, I don't think that it is affected what's on the list. It affects my role with it. That's a damn good answer. Like you get a small applause for that one. I like it. Uh, um, I know you should have made me go first on that one because I know. Now How I do have you to follow, follow that? that. How do you <laughs> follow that? I'm, and it I'm, was said with the, that that uh, voice too. It really was. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. Well, I will say I I think it's the same for me, and it probably um, like I said. And I wanted to hear from our audience. So if like you are listening and, and you know, contact us on social media, post um, responses to this episode, let us know, like, how does this affect you as a, either a dom or a sub? Like, does your kink list build around it? Because I'm always fascinated to know how people's wheels are built, not just how they spin, but like, what is the cornerstone wheel? Like, what is the wheel that generates the rest of the wheels to spin. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And like for me, it really does define the role that I play. Um, oh, yes. You spin me right round. Right, right round, round baby. baby. Right round. Rough, rough. <laughs> rough, rough. Uh, Shep, would, I mean, you can say I 100% agree if that's like, you know, an answer that really defines, who, you know, your answer. But if you have a different answer... Don't don't worry about it not being as good. We both know neither one of us can compete with the awesomeness of Rebecca. It's not a competition. 
with sublimation. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I'll give you that. Yes, you will. <laughs> so. But yes, I actually wholeheartedly agree. It's yeah. it's just a. Uh, hmm. Well, I well, mean, I, I really I know, can't think of better words. <laughs> I got you. I, 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 yeah. I let, let me give you a, a play out. Like you have a thing for skin, skin yeah. contact. Uh, yeah. You like to be the toucher, not the touchy. Like it very much fills that role. You want to be the person giving the contact. I think I would enjoy both sides, but that's, okay. I guess, to a, to a point of the, the being the touchy is... It's a rare, rare thing. So, hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. See, I like that. See? Really good. And again, this is probably one of our more generalized episodes, but I felt like it was important because we all have personal connections to this kink. It is Indeed. our kink. And um, I do want to talk about uh, some safety and pr- proper etiquette of being a dom. And do's and don'ts. And Shep, I'm going to have you correct on my do's and don'ts. I'm going to throw something out there and you say, that's a no-go. Or, yeah, that's correct. The no-go hole. The no-go hole. Uh, <laughs> we're all going to Brown Town and you got to tell us when it's not okay. When you've had Taco Bell. And <laughs> Rebecca, I'm going to do the same thing. And of course, you know, please add on to why it's not good. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right, so more uh, pickle, less tickle. Got it, Shepard. In in a dom sub relationship, is it true that doms have the power? No. No. And uh, Miss Rebecca, you want to tell us why? The subs have all the power because they can tell the dom when to stop. They are give. They are giving their trust and permission for the dom to do as he pleases or as she pleases until it is time to end until it is not good anymore until the play is over the consent is in their hand mm-hmm. i feel like this is more of a quiz than just a i know right it's really, like we're not well, even it really is a quiz well this is this is to give information and like i said this is I entrapment have... i tell you it's not entrapment <laughs> because if you don't know we can absolutely edit it out I won't, but we can edit it out. Um, so if you hear any weird gaps and at the end of the episode, I go, well, let me tell you where they got it wrong. You'll know. <laughs> I kid, I kid. I'm not, I'm not going to throw anything. I never out. get it wrong. And you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> but no, of course, I mean, it is true. Uh, subs give the consent to have, you know, Or consensual non-consent. Yeah. And at any moment, typically, it is in the dom's hand to control the situation. This this is all about uh, who is in control. If you imagine, uh, if you're unfamiliar with this king completely, imagine dancing. Who is leading the dance? And who is the lord of the dance? Well, I'm the lord of the dance. We've all seen me dance with no arms. Damn it, Shepard. Fire. I keep trying to trip you up and you just light that fire again and again. Amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
All right. That's what she says. <laughs> True or false? A dom is only good for flogging. Shep. A dom is only good for flogging. Yeah. Like there are many Fs that a dom is good for. Yeah, I would say. Well, typically when you think of dom and sub, and I'm not talking about if you're in the community. I'm saying if you're unfamiliar with this community, most people link impact play with domination and sub. Absolutely so, not. It's not. It's 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 <laughs> some not. Of my, <laughs> some of my hottest play scenes have never involved in play play. Mm-hmm. Bondage, yeah. rope play, oh my. Just even, even just the whole psychological, emotional part of it. Like, you're not wearing underwear tonight. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> like, you know, I mean. Or well, even it to the more extreme of the uh, human furniture. Those that really love to uh, be humiliated and used. Mm-hmm. And and we're gonna go, I'm gonna right now break out the vanilla route, uh, just plain, I am initiated sex, and I'm you know kind of just guiding you through it. I like, am underwhelmed. No, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're under me, absolutely underwhelmed. But I'm saying like in a very vanilla. Oh, sense, I'm getting a headache. Cough, cough. <laughs> uh, let me let me cure that headache for you, Mister Shep. You know what the one true fire <laughs> cure. An orgasm. By the way, also a myth. That's a whole different episode. We're talking about the myths of sex. But it could be anything of the aspect of I'm going to initiate sex and kind of lead the way, lead in the foreplay and just do my way. So it definitely does not have to be kinky to be a sub and dom relationship. Everybody concur? Controlling and... Allowing control. Simple. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it is not, you know, when, because a lot of people, they picture, and this is the most extreme, the dominatrix. Get on your knees, weebling. Um, one thing I found out in the course of this podcast that culturally, gingers of sub and doms are different. Like, uh, Mr. Shep, you remember our latex episode, correct? Yes. <laughs> we had two doms. Well, we actually had three doms, but we had, I was talking to two doms, one male, one female, and both of them were like, what? The other ginger is typically dominant over there? And that's what it is. You don't have to be, it's not a ginger thing. It's a mindset thing. Like I can be a dom or a sub being male or female. Or an L. Or an L. Or non-binary. I could be a non-binary sub or dom. Because I'm always a fan of a ginger ale. Oh. That was a stretchy stretch. But I'll give it to you. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> Miss Rebecca. <laughs> oh, my. I feel like Shep's coming on to me tonight. Shep, I'm is, like, this. Shep is getting into it right now. He is. I am, like, he is. sitting here all quiet. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> we have to come up with a safe word. <laughs> <laughs> it's pineapples. Always pineapples. It's always pineapples. I thought okay. it was kumquat. I like kumquat. Kumquat? No, because kumquat. if I say cum a lot, 
And I'm having sex not, with somebody. Not for Kamala. Forty-two. No. It's forty-two. <laughs> no, that's so many times I like to be paddled. I mean, like to paddle. Um, we like to paddle. Actually, we like we like to paddle. I want to know between y'all's personal opinion, how many uh, of one gender sub or dom have you run into? Like, how many do you typically run into more male subs, or do you typically run into more male doms? Same with female. And like I said. It's a very biased question because I'm only asking you two, but I think it speaks volumes because we're all from different areas or currently staying in different areas of the country, except for me and Shep, we're our neighbors. He's actually in the next room. Um, I have only come across males. Those are the only ones I've ever come across. With male doms? Yeah. What about you, Shep? I mean, I know you, you travel in some more circles because we used to do a lot of fetish events. Hmm. I would say I've seen many of both, but um, I think it would waste a bit more on the male side for doms, females for subs. And typically that's what I have found. In my travels, but uh, on our latex episode, we had a uh, fantastic guest. Uh, I mean, Miss yes, Auntie and, Amy. Um, yeah, Miss Auntie yeah, Amy. She Sorry, told I, us want, how, I wanted to make sure. Um, mostly females that she knew over her side. Mm-hmm. She is from the pond. Uh, across the pond, uh, London and the sorts, the UK, England. And she typically deals with male subs. And most of the people she knows are female doms and male subs. And I thought it was very weird to have that cultural rift. But then we kind of discussed how people are raised over there um, compared to here. With um, Yes, and also we can't forget that sometimes it's just for every circle of friends that we run into, there's dozens of circles that we don't know of. You know, all these other... Um, you know, dom and sub groups or stuff like that that are out there, and mm-hmm. so you just never know because we just haven't come into contact with them. It's almost doms. like okay, yeah. doms don't seek out other doms, subs don't seek out other subs, they look for their other half, yes. And typically, the other half is your preferred gender. So, if you're a female sub who prefers the company of female you will definitely find more female doms in your travels than you probably would male doms because that's what you're looking for. So we are very biased in our opinions because of what our typical attractions are, I think. Yes. Of course, okay. when it comes to bodies on my cross, it has no gender preference, just a body. <laughs> and that's... The way to professionally dom. There are so many people out there who will get, you know, think they're dom because they want to uh, take control away from people. And that's not what a dom is. A uh, dom is somebody who builds the trust. And, and this, is a, this is a lesson. If you are in a dom-sub relationship and you are the sub and you don't feel like you have the power, you're not in a correct sub and dom relationship. You are, in fact, in an abusive relationship. And that's what that is. Would yes, you guys agree? Just like, oh, yes. One of the best tests 
though, is that, uh, you know, if a dom knows about the how to do the sessions and all that stuff, but if they if they pause when you mentioned aftercare, then maybe they have some learning to do still. <laughs> oh, and that was back really to the safety. The aftercare is the most important aspect of the the session. Ship, what is aftercare? Well, depending on the type of session or the, the, especially the level of intensity or emotional involvement, it could be very draining and such. And so the it's the Dom's responsibility to make sure that uh, the sub is okay physically, mentally, you know, take care of them, make sure they're uh, back to their stable mindset. Because, you know, some people have a, a very strong emotional uh, releases and such like that. And so they need time to recover. And it's the Dom's job to protect and care for them until they're ready. And Miss Rebecca, as a sub, what, what does aftercare mean for you? Um, it's the transition period. I think it is when you come out of that role. Because I am not one where it is, there are some subs who that is their life. They live it in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. And I am not one of those people. <laughs> I, I, it's a very sexual thing for me. It is not my life. And so it is that connection afterwards, because sometimes you transition, making sure you stay connected between play and real life, that you still maintain that emotional connection that you still are in on the same page because and I think also that you forget that sometimes you need to check in with your doms as well like in the aftercare um, because some play scenes can get very rough and very aggressive and they you might have wanted them or they might have wanted to do some very harsh things to you and and that aftercare, you need to make sure that they're okay, that, that you let them know that they, they did just as good of a job as you did for them. Like it's a, it's an exchange for me. I think it's making sure that you are emotionally and mentally okay to come out of that placing. That, that's what it is for me. <laughs> so. I actually hundred percent agree with that. It's, it's, it's kind of like the restoring the balance of power. Mm-hmm. Why is it we bother talking these episodes, why isn't we we just like let her do most of the I know. talking? Yeah. The the longer Rebecca is on the show, the longer I'm like, I'm gonna be out of a job eventually. So No, you I, are our anchor to keep us in this world. It's the balance Absolutely. of power. Um and I mean that's really what what it is to me as as well, because like I I'm one of those people, even though I'm a very dominant type of person, in my personal life, I need control. Like, someone needs to balance me, rein me in, as it were, in my professional life. Uh, now, when it comes to sexually, I'm in control, 100%. That's what I want. I want to control the situation. That doesn't mean make it a one-sided event. I want you know that control to be the give and take the back and forth. I won't, 
I want to play a battle and because I would say someone someone who playfully fights back is someone who cares a lot more than someone who doesn't. And that's how I see it. You know, like if you just submit, I see it as like you're just not into me. You're just like, whatever, fine. But if you give a little playback, then I understand you care about this and care about my reaction. Like I want a response, like an action for my action, not just submission. I want a little back, a little pushback so that I know that you are still participating in this with me fully. And when you have a dom like that, aftercare is very important for both parties. You're right. You know, you have to check in because if someone fully submits, how do I know they're submitting because they're into me or they're submitting for other reasons? Does that make sense? Like, yes. Yes. I, I, okay. I think, I, I think for me, it's one of those. I... This and this is just me again. It's like again, this is all on a personal level. Um, I really say, you know, I really try to be really reassuring. I'm okay. It was wonderful. You were wonderful. You know, it, it's one of those and these things happen. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, have I heard that a lot. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It happens to everyone. There's I'll always next you a time. Towel. <laughs> and just like I need to hear, I need to hear that they, uh, that I did a good job, that they enjoyed themselves because I'm getting something very different being on the sub receiving end than they are getting on the dom giving end. Does that make sense? So I need to make nope, sure that absolutely. I please them. <laughs> as much as they please me and it's that communication afterwards making sure that this was great this was wonderful you know and so to summarize these two wonderful long detailed descriptions wonderful you have to check in before you can check out <laughs> don't fall, don't just go fall asleep <laughs> yeah communication uh needs to be there needs to be an open dialogue the entire process from start to finish and everywhere in between because, like I said, unless no, there's a ball gag involved and then there's more just like squeezies and stuff. <laughs> hey, listen, muffled communication is still communication. All right. And I am That's pretty I good at understanding. I am pretty good at understanding what gag people have said from my life experiences. Okay. That was like a minor in college I took, muffled speak. Um. Yeah, I went People to a sex always college. think I'm talking about a car part when I say my little muffler. Hmm. Ah. <laughs> uh, and the one thing we haven't talked about so far is there is a category in between both dom and sub, and that is very playfully known as the switch. Someone who enjoys both aspects. Um, I am actually front button back butt. No, front that's button back butt. <laughs> Um, I'm actually rather jealous of people who are switches. And and the reason being is they get to kind of like, they get both sides of the Twix bar. As am I sometimes. They, you know, they find enjoyment in both aspects. So they could go from one to the other. And I'm sure, you know, like I said, not being a switch, I can't, I don't want to generalize. But from the switches I've talked to, it's like one of those, it's reliant on the partner. 
like they don't necessarily go for one. They kind of, and this is kind of a sub genre of subs. They flow with the partner they're in. That kind of what defines which side they're going to switch. I feel like before I I really went all the way into sub, I feel like I, I was a switch just because of, you know, but I, I think I just enjoy the sub side of it more. I, I, I you know, she I mean, enjoy the all the way sub. <laughs> I, I will say that I'm borderline switch because like I said, I'm one of those people I want, I want to try both sides. You know, like I said, I enjoy being the Dom. Like, that's where... There's something know. fun about throwing yourself on top of a guy and holding his hands down. I mean... Right? Like, <laughs> hey, listen. As someone who enjoys, the, you know, power exchange in their Dom life, sometimes it's okay to lose. Okay? Sometimes <laughs> there's victory and loss. It's always okay to lose to me. Yeah. Uh, and... Your true, true Doms, or I wouldn't say true Doms, just the, the total Dom mindset... There is just no way you can do it. Yeah, you really can't. So I do believe that I am a Dom switcher. No, I'm, I am. I am 100% Dom. I mean, I have I a would mental have to block say I, if someone ever tries to Dom me. I can. I can switch. I prefer not to. Yeah. I'm one of those people I prefer Except Dom. when they're positions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this. I prefer Dom, but I'll never shake a good time out of bed. You know, if my partner comes to me and says, hey, I want to do this tonight, I'm going to go, hey, you know what? All right. I have a question for you. Sure. For both of you, since. Okay. Yes, I will be your pony. <laughs> that's a different, <laughs> that's another category. So uh, <laughs> what's. What do you uh, what do you enjoy about being a dom? What do you get out of it? Me personally, uh, being trusted. Like you trust me enough to give me this, and I I enjoy the feeling. Like if you submit to me, that means you trust me. And I always wanted to, you know, and that's what I really enjoy. I enjoy people having that amount of trust in me. Like, really, it gives, it makes me feel like I have purpose because someone is like comfortable enough with me that they can just surrender all of that. And it's just, it's one of those things are as much of a sex thing it is, it, it's like adding all that emotional connection behind the sex. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I very much, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love being in control. I love power, but the backbone of that, if if you, if I really want to dig deep, is you trust me to such regard that you put your safety and your, you know, you you pretty much put yourself in my hands to do what I will, and you trust me enough that you know I won't do something bad with it. Jeff? <laughs> I guess I have two sides of that coin. Mm-hmm. One, as a simple enabler. Enable people to feel different sensations or releases that they can't otherwise. 
<laughs> but yes, heavily it's it is a trust. Um, uh, the trust and just being able to, you know, help make people's uh, untouched sensations and feelings happen, or um, the scenarios, the fantasies, um, you know, mm-hmm. help you make all these very uh, facets come true to help yeah. guide them through it. And of course, with the subs. They want all these things, but they don't want to be in control of it. Because that's what a lot of their lives are, control. So, I like, to, uh, I like the feeling of get, enabling people to give them a safe place where they can let loose of their control as they need to. I like that answer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to, to be real honest, yeah, that is... A lot of what a dom is, a dom is uh, a pleaser, as it were, to a degree. Yeah. And yeah, a one good other part, dom... though. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, that um, one other aspect of it is the the healer. As you know, I've been a massage therapist, always wanting to help and heal. And um, so a lot of times through doming people, putting through people these extreme sensations and stuff like that, it helps them release some of the, even the most pent up or harsh emotional sensations too so through massage therapy and into doming the healer inside of me also is a very guiding act as well I I, th- I think it is safe to say that there there's a side of uh, what I call people pleasing on both sides of that because a sub wants to please their dom their master as it were you know that is their goal but as a dom you are trying to give that pleasure like you know I'm trying to present that something that you enjoy so I mean with any good sex there should be people pleasing Hmm. on both sides for uh, all that trust and control you're given, you give them back their world and their dreams. Mm-hmm. We are the giver of dreams. <laughs> the cedar of songs. I think that about covers all we have to talk about, at least the time that allows, because we're, we're running pretty late on this one. Yeah. Hmm, indeed. So I think it's about that time. We gotta we gotta spin the wheel. Talk about next week. You ready? Roll that beautiful bean footage. Nope, that's different. Roll that beautiful bean spin wheel. That wheel. There's beans on the wheel. All right, beans and wieners. Flip, flip, flip. Oh, next week we're talking about a very uh, crazy subject. Uh, this is something that I'm gonna have to do a lot of research on because I am not familiar with. Like I know what it is, but I don't know why of it. It's mm-hmm. cuckolding. Yeah. What? Yeah. Cuckolding. Huh. C U C K O L D. Cuckolding. Nice, nice. That's what we're talking about next week. And people who are not familiar with it, you're going to learn some stuff. Uh, like how I like to watch my partner 
have sex with a large African-American fellow while I sit in a closet dressed as Superman. Sorry, Rick and Morty reference. Had to make it. Sometimes uh, Spider-Man, though. <laughs> I mean, if I had to choose, it'd be Spider-Man. But I, I think we did a good job. I'd this be is Deadpool. Oh, yes. This was a very much more it's niche episode. And we really could have gone like the broader, but I think as as something that plays a part in all our lives, I felt it was important to describe this kink in such a way what it meant to us yeah. as people. And like I said, we encourage you to go out and do research on it and find more. This is actually a really easy subject to research. Um, that being said, I'm glad uh, I want to thank uh, Ms. Rebecca and Mr. Shep for giving us the personal insights in their lives. I have gone above and beyond duty. And I said duty. Derpy. Derpy. Uh, as always, make sure to follow us on social media at Dinks with Kinks. We have a Patreon now uh, with behind the scenes stuff and secret things and bonus stuff. We have bonus videos up there right now. And it's awesome. We also have a merch store. So Did you say boner uh, videos? Bonus videos. I also okay. boner videos. Boner? Uh, also, we have a merch store with a brand new merch, all designed by our very talented Miss Rebecca. And those designs are awesome, and you should wear them all. I personally love the kink responsibly because, as I always say, you got to kink responsibly. Uh, that's our podcast. I'm your host, John Andera. With me, as always, the very subliminal Miss Rebecca. Good evening. And the very domineering Mr. Shep. Oh, behave. Good night. <laughs>